Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. What's up? It is Wednesday, which you know what that means. That is our favorite night of the week. And man, we cannot wait to see you at student night tonight. It's going to be awesome, man. Hope that you'll bring someone with you. Uh, check out the video we posted yesterday about how to invite someone. It's so easy, man. Just text someone right now and say, hey, come with me to student night tonight. Uh, drag them there. Get them there. Whatever you got to do, make sure they're in the building with you tonight. And uh, man, can't wait to see you there and bring someone with you. And I'm just excited today to continue walking through First Kings. And we're in First Kings chapter 20. And man, I've just been loving this because I'm, I'm reading stories that um, that I haven't read in a while or maybe some of them I've never read before. And, and this is one of those stories. And so in First in Kings chapter 20, we have this king of Syria named Benadad come against Ahab. And remember, Ahab is not a good king. In, in chapter 16, when Ahab is introduced to us, it says that Ahab did worse than any other king in Israel. And remember, Israel is in the north, Judah is in the south, right? That's kind of the, how the kingdoms were divided out. And so you have Ahab here and Benadad comes and he's going to fight against Ahab. And you would think, right? So at least it's this is how I would think. Ahab is a terrible king. So, okay, God is going to use the king of Syria to get Ahab like out of the kingdom, right? Uh, king of Syria is going to defeat Ahab. God will raise up someone else. That's kind of what I'm thinking. But what happens in chapter 20 is not that. What's amazing is you have this this prophet come near to Ahab and basically tell Ahab that, that the king of Syria is going to attack him. And it's kind of interesting because um, this prophet comes up and, and Ahab says, by whom? Right? He, he calls the name of the Lord and Ahab's like, who are you talking about? And the prophet says, thus says the Lord. And so right there, you see that Ahab is not really most concerned with, with who God is or, or what God wants to do in his kingdom and in his life. But this prophet nevertheless comes up and tells Ahab, you're going to fight against Benadad. And so Benadad fights Ahab in, in what it calls the hills, right? In the hill country. And Ahab doesn't lose. Ahab wins, right? He he drives the people away. And what's funny is Benadad's people come to him and they say, look, their God is a God of the hills. That's that's where their God lives. That's where their God lies at. And so that's the reason you did not defeat Ahab there. Attack Ahab in the plains next spring in, in the flat country, and surely you're going to win. Well, then uh, another prophet, a man of God, comes up to Ahab and says, look, in the springtime, Benadad's going to attack you again because they think that they can defeat you in the plains because God is not a good God there, right? And so just want to let you know this is coming. And so Ahab fights Abinadad again in the plain country, and yet he wins again. And so think about this. God could have used the king of Syria two times now to, to defeat Ahab, to drive Ahab out, but yet God doesn't. He shows off his strength in the hills, and he shows off his strength in the plains, basically telling the Syrians, look, you can't beat this God anywhere, right? It doesn't matter where you face him. doesn't matter how you go up against him. You are not going to beat the God of Israel. And, and, and I'll tell you what I was so encouraged by until the end, and we'll get to that in a second, is man, Ahab is not a good king. Ahab is not living righteously. He's not living well. And yet God is continually uh, protecting him, right? At this moment. Now, we're going to see that doesn't last forever. God is going to judge Ahab. But but God is still delivering Israel from their enemies in this moment. And and I'll tell you what it had me think about was just, man, how grateful I am for the times that, that maybe I wasn't following the Lord that I way, the way that I needed to. The, the, the times that I neglected my relationship with God. And yet 
man, I'm still here today and, and God has been patient with me and God has been faithful to me and giving me so much love and so much grace even when I didn't deserve it. And and he's doing that to Ahab here. He's, he's not using the Syrian king to wipe out Ahab. He's allowing Ahab and Israel to be victorious over the kingdom. But what we're going to see is that Ahab is supposed to wipe Abinadad out. He's supposed to wipe him out and all of the Syrian army, but Ahab doesn't. And this prophet confronts Ahab about this. And what we're going to see is that Ahab's life is eventually going to be taken from him because he did not execute the will and the command of God over his life. And so what's crazy is, think about this, God has provided for him. God has uh, let him know that this enemy is coming, this army is coming against him, yet Ahab still disobeys God. He's still worshiping other gods. He's still pursuing other things, and he's not worshiping the one true God. And so I just encourage you, man, today, consider how the Lord has has just continued to protect you. Consider how the Lord has just continued to be faithful to you, even when you and I are so often unfaithful to him. And and, and don't use that grace. Don't, it reminds me of Romans 6, right? We don't receive grace so that we can keep on sinning. Don't think about that grace and that faithfulness and just be like, well, I'm just going to do whatever I want, right? Now, now, look at God's grace. Look at God's mercy. Look at his faithfulness in your life. And I pray that that fuels you to follow him better and, and obey his word more. Because that's what it should have done to Ahab. And this passage should have ended in Ahab's obedience and Ahab's worship to the God of Israel for protecting him and for guarding him. But it doesn't. Ahab continues to, dis- to disobey God, and it's going to cost him his life. And so I hope that challenges you, but also encourages you today. And um, I know it does for me. So, man, I can't wait to see you tonight. We love you. Student night's our favorite night of the week. And so we cannot wait to see you there and hope you bring someone with you. We'll see you soon. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.